Welcome to another podcast with Michael Ostro and Brad Means Business. Brad Means Business. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Brad, you want to start off talking about uh, the weekend, how the weekend was? Weekend was really, really busy. Uh, a lot of work done and I was able to get in uh, a, couple, uh, a, a couple of tasks I was planning for. Um, time block actually done, which was, which was satisfying. So most of it was some of my coding courses. If uh, if you guys don't already know, I'm studying software engineering so I could build mobile apps uh, for you know somebody else or startups of my own. So it's, yeah, really, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. But so you spent a lot of focus. time doing it. Was that like a couple hours? Was that like ten it, hours? It was more. It was like right around eight hours. Damn. Yeah, I got a uh, couple in on Saturday, but then I did at least like six on Sunday. Six, six, seven on Sunday. You, you ever do that thing where? Um, you see, there's like an eyelash on your face, and then you wish, you make a wish, and you blow it. Uh, you got one right there. <laughs> don't wait. Hold on. Look at your finger. Yeah, right there. You got it. So wait. Think of a wish. I have thought of a wish. Okay. Isn't the isn't the thing where you're not supposed to uh, you're not supposed to tell anybody about the wish? Yeah, you can't tell us. Yeah. Okay. We just gotta sit here. You and just wonder. gotta sit here and guess. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, man. Uh, so I got a lot. I got a lot of work done. Um, I signed up for like a part-time moving service, which is pretty cool. It's like it's almost like Uber or Lyft in a, in the sense that like you pick your own hours and you pick the jobs that you want to do. Um, but I, I make an average like twenty-five bucks an hour. But if uh, if I complete the job well, they usually tip me like ten, twenty bucks. So a lot of times it's like thirty-five bucks an hour. So damn, it, yeah, it's that's pretty, pretty awesome. Good. So if you're looking for part-time gigs, the software is called Dolly, or the uh, company is called Dolly. They're based out of Chicago. Mm. Getting up close and personal. Just trying to move this camera around to see how mm. it works. I don't want you to suck up all the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Here, there we go. That's a little better, right? Yeah. Then we can see people walk behind us. Yeah. Too. Just so, just for everyone at home, this is our first YouTube recording. Well, it's, we're uploading it on his phone, then putting it on YouTube. <laughs> yes. So we're still we're still working on the logistics of uh, of the whole. Uh, podcast recording and making sure it sounds it sounds good yeah we're playing around with a lot so now we're using lapel microphones well i just rubbed it so you probably heard it some scratching but uh this is what we used last time just some like cruddy microphone that's in this room um it sounded okay but we got some feedback that at times we were like moving too far away from it or it started getting a little echoey and we're in this like closed room so it could get a little bit echoey so now we're going to lapel mics which are super cheap they're like 17 bucks um, so we're going to test this out and we're testing the video out. So yeah. we got to see how the video sounds too. Yeah. The lapel mics are a good investment. We use that for Denver growth hackers, Yeah, which by the way is coming up this week. Yes. Denver, Denver growth hackers is this Wednesday and we got to sit down with the Denver startup week team, which is going to be super cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So we have a what, three, three, four people coming in that are from, on the, from Denver, Denver startup week, which is really cool. I met some of them previously and they're awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. Yeah. Um, did I tell you our, I, no, I did not tell you. I started running an ad for the Denver Attackers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So cool. I used the video from two months ago from July's event, right. and then I wrote up some copy based off of like Denver Startup Week, and it's going to run until Wednesday. So we'll see how much traction it gets. And it's for people to have event responses on Facebook. Awesome, awesome. You have to show me how you you set that up because um, the doing the ads around an event is actually something I really don't have a okay. lot of experience with. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Denver Growth Hackers is, it's a uh, Group that was founded by Michael, and then I began helping him a, a couple months ago. It's a it's a networking group based here in Denver, Colorado. Um, but instead of it being kind of like the normal stuffy atmosphere where you kind of you walk in, everyone's like you know, 
uh, dressed up nicely in uh, you know business suits, handing out cards and trying to sell the other person. It's very casual, very lax, uh, free food and beer. So most people are just kind of chilling and, and uh, conversing with one another. So we want it to be a very friendly atmosphere first. So where you can make genuine connections and then they'll naturally progress into uh, into business, which I mean, I've already met some great people like uh, like like Greg um, with the software company that he works with. Absolutely awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome dude. Um, who I, I have to follow up with him. I think he, uh, I think his wife was expecting, uh, what, two weeks ago and she was, she was doing any, any day oh soon. Goodness. So I got to, we got to see if, yeah. if, uh, them. cause like the, the point of that event, like the event, just like you're saying yeah. is it's to come together and meet people that are in the same mindset or the same stage of life as you, or maybe they're in a different stage of life, but you can still connect. And then once you connect, you're building friendships as well. Like you're not, it's so hard to meet people once you get out of like school, once you're uh, you know, not in a work environment where you're around people every single day. When you're in the entrepreneurial world, you don't have those people sitting around you every single day that, to connect with. So right. how do you connect to people? How do you make friends now? You have to actually go out of your way to make friends. So Denver Growth Hackers does bring people together and make friends. So Greg is my friend as well. Like I care about his family now. And I've met other people from my networking that are now my actual friends. Mm-hmm. You, I met you in networking. Yeah, you know, yeah. Friends. <laughs> yeah. One of my very first uh, uh, networking events was One Million Cups, which you host. And then uh, a couple weeks later, you messaged me and you're like, hey, I got this thing coming up. It's pretty cool. It's called Denver Growth Hackers. Come meet me at Sidecar. Got like free, uh, got free appetizers. I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck so yeah. that's that's how it uh, all got all got started. But yeah, I met, I met uh, uh, Janaid, your, your buddy Janaid mm-hmm. through that. And then that's how I got introduced to some of your friends and eventually got introduced to Cassie, my girlfriend. So it's just, yeah, it's kind of branches out. But, uh, but yeah, Denver Growth Hackers is a great experience. Um, also, usually right around 6.30, 6.45, about an hour, hour and a half into the event, we have a fireside chat where we bring in an entrepreneur who uh, is usually a little bit further down the line in terms of like uh, their business or whatever they're working on just to give us uh, some insights on like their, their successes and their and their failures, some of the struggles and whatnot. So we have a good like uh, kind of Q&A session um, starting with you and then, we, and then we open it up to the crowd. And th- I, I really love those experiences because that's... Uh, you always hear different stories, and uh, I mean, you hear stories from guys that are our age, and we've got people like Rick from Clean Juice, who uh, who's been in the corporate world for you know twenty, thirty plus years, and started a franchise, and it, and he's uh, he's over fifty. Um, so that's <laughs> over fifty, over fifty. I didn't want to say like over seventy because I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm give some give some room for error. <laughs> okay, a four, I say I say at least forty. I, I would think at least forty, right, Rick? Seven <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. So if you guys uh, if you guys uh, are in Denver or if you're passing through, it's the second Wednesday of every month. You can find it on Meetup, and uh, yeah, love to see it. Cool. We always get yeah, interesting. That so I actually have a couple of questions on that because um, I think it's really important to network and make friends. Just like I was saying a second ago, I decided that if I'm going to go to events, I would really like to be a part of them so I could learn um, and learn faster and really get people to see me a lot and know that I'm taking effort and really. Uh, putting out a lot of work in the environment and not just like see, see that guy like, Oh, he's putting a lot of work, but like that guy was really taking care of this community. That was what I wanted. So 1 million cups was my first entrance into the entrepreneurial community. And, you know, at first that was my first time, like public, like really public speaking in front of an environment where it wasn't like school or something like that. And that's when I started to get more and more comfortable in it by doing it every single week and getting in front of an audience, but becoming part of that group, really helped me in the entrepreneurial world. And now I have Denver Growth Hackers and now I'm part of Denver Startup Week. That was really my beginning. Um, and I could have just went to events. I do like going to other events too, but I want to ask you, 
what do you feel like you get out of Denver Growth Hackers now that you're actually a part of it? What did you get before? Now what do you get when you're now a part of it? Uh, kind of what I got before was well, when I first went to Denver Growth Hackers is when I was relatively new to uh, to Denver. So I moved here like May of 2018, so last year. Um, and so I think the first Denver Growth Hackers was like August or September of last year. It was it was relatively new, so it, it allowed me to really ease into into networking. I went to some networking events before that, but it really helped me like kind of be like, okay, this is like a kind of a safe place because I never really did a whole lot of networking back in Florida because it just wasn't really a networking scene there. Um, it was it was kind of like very like uptight. Sorry, my Naples people, if you're listening, but uh, but yeah, it was so for me. It was a good transition to just feel comfortable with speaking to other people and kind of not being an introvert and getting out there and uh and and just kind of making those those genuine connections okay. so i really got i really got uh a lot out of that um so and in terms of now uh, i get to see the kind of event planning side of things and like what goes into it and then also like kind of building the roster of people that we're going to have uh, in terms of like sponsors and and speakers and whatnot and i think overall that has made me more confident in terms of networking so i go to other events now and i feel more confident talking to people because I, I feel like I've, I've kind of been through uh, several different like aspects of uh, of networking, both planning and actually being in it. So it uh, yeah makes me makes me a little more more confident. Hell yeah, but dude! I did, I just think networking overall is like it's kind of like a muscle. You just have to get out, get out there and do it consistently. And once you start talking to people more, it just gets easier and easier. You kind of follow the same process, as, almost asking the same questions, but it makes it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, and yeah. like. Uh, Rather than getting too much into the networking side, just spending this whole thing talking about networking, um, if you're going there really to meet people and see what kind of connections you could make, like a friendship or um, seeing uh, if mentally you're in the same space as someone else to really mm -hmm. connect, then you're starting on the right foot. If you go to an event, there's a lot of people that go to events just looking to sell, they're probably not going to find a sale and they're not going to connect with anyone. Mm -hmm. So you went with the right mindset into an event in the first place and now you're a part of it. And now you're like, yeah, I'm really enjoying this world. Yeah, one thing that Ever Growth Hackers really has taught me is that like I always had this preconceived notion that you have to go into a networking event and be like, all right, you have an objective to sell your company, or and you have to hand out so many business cards, and you've got to ball. I get all these leads, and it's like you kind of force yourself into it, and people and people kind of notice that like when yeah. you're trying a little hard. So Denver Growth Hackers, since they had that very like laid, like laid back environment, I was like, okay, cool, I can kind of just like be my goofy, funny self. Just kind of relax, uh, just kind of talk personally to people, and then once they kind of understand that, like I, I have you know good intentions and I, I care about business, but I really care about like just getting to know, getting to know them and asking them a lot of questions. I think they feel a little more comfortable with me, and then when it kind of translates into like the business side of things in terms of what I what I'm trying to do, I think later on that they'll they'll think about me or, or potentially refer business or you know they already have a they're already in good standing with me because I. I just made a, a like a, just like a good foundation uh, connection with them. So that makes if that makes sense. Yes, it definitely makes sense to me. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Let's hop off to another topic. Now that we're talking about networking for a little bit, networking obviously I love it. Uh, I'm glad you're like you're yeah. loving it. And I'm glad we met each other doing networking yeah. and like now we're really a big part of each other's lives. Yes. Just to like clarify it over the podcast. Um, so met Brad in networking, and then. Uh, introduced Brad to his now girlfriend, and mm -hmm. he's now on my team. Uh, not only at Massive Pockets, my company, but also this podcast that we're doing together to figure out how to do this podcast and then how to future our lives and um, 
and putting more content out there and seeing what works and interacts so that eventually we can go our separate directions and on our own journeys. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, it's a bit on networking. So I do want to talk about books at some point, but I know that you were writing a little bit before. So is that some goals? That yeah, no, I mean, I was just kind of doing some uh, some reflection on last week, on kind of things I accomplished and some of the things I I, uh, I felt like I, I lacked on. Um, just kind of got started. <laughs> it's only like a half a page, but uh, I have, in case you listened to last week's podcast, this is the four quadrant thing. You, I haven't filled it out yet because I'm starting to do the week planning. but. Uh, so like up in this, some of these quadrants are broken down into like what's most important and what's most urgent. And I'll, I'll kind of go into that in a little bit. But just a, a quick add to the networking. I know we're hopping off on it. Mm. Um, going back to the moving service that I was talking about, usually you get partnered with like another person that's called like a helper that like, you know, you help move with. And I met this this guy named Joe who's always been a contractor. He's like, you think about like jack of all trades when it comes to like handyman. But he's always worked for a contractor, but then like over the past couple of years, he's been trying to do his own thing, open up his own company, and he just does this as like a like a just a side hustle to keep busy, make some extra cash, kind of like what I'm doing. Um, but the cool thing is, is that he's very entrepreneurial. And I told him about demo growth hackers, and there's a high chance he's coming this Wednesday because he's like, dude, that sounds awesome. That's great. I like I'd love to come, blah blah, and I'd love to listen to your podcast. So Joe, if you're listening, it's awesome meeting you. You're really looking forward to uh to hanging out with you more man so it for me like kind of going back to networking like you never know who you're going to meet in some of these places and it's always very refreshing to to meet people that have like such a like good mindset that love talking about positivity and growth and whatnot so yeah. yeah all right well, real, real quick on that because i think that's awesome and also you said that let's give a couple a couple quick shout outs to people that have helped us like with this podcast to say like you should keep going i'm going to listen to you mm -hmm. so i know you have a couple do you want to say a couple other shout outs real quick yeah, um, I definitely want to say one to Matthew because he's like, I want to listen to that so much, and then to Caitlin as well. Yeah, Matthew, uh, which Matthew are we talking about? Well, I don't know if we're gonna say all the last names on here. <laughs> oh, the one that I've never met. Do you have before. nicknames? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Oh yeah. Um, another shout out. To, it's the same Matt. Also has a, a little uh, a little business that he's starting. It's called Beach Build. B E E C H Build. Uh, one of the things I really needed to get done this week was my brakes. Um, so Matt made some made some time this weekend or Friday, and we busted out these all four breaks within like uh, within like two hours while it was raining, and I really needed to do them so so I can you know drive for Uber and Lyft um, part time and yeah got it done. So if you guys need car services, pretty much anything you need done, but like on a very like concierge level and really <laughs> well done. Beach build you can find him on Instagram. His name is Matt. Awesome dude. Hell so yeah. yeah. First commercial. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is, thank you business. to our sponsors, uh, Beach Build. <laughs> he uh, gives Beach me hugs built. every once in a while. Uh, this is Beach, sponsorship. Beach Built, not Build. Beach and built. if you want to sponsor three hugs, it's all we need. <laughs> Each. <laughs> Thanks to our other sponsor, Muscle Milk. <laughs> oh, I love these protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Uh, so that was, a, that was a quick shout out. Um, okay, cool. Let's get on goals. Unless you got more. Yeah, is, there any, is there any more people you want to shout out? I want to. I was going to say. Cassie? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't want to say Cassie. Without saying Cassie. <laughs> yeah, Cassie I can see the C rolling off your tongue. <laughs> I just want to say Cassie. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. She's super supportive and super lucky, man. It's awesome. just like, I feel like going through these trenches, like uh, like I have before, I feel like I would never like really find someone that would like actually be okay with 
me going through the motions because I feel like it's a very like glamorized world. People just want to see the success and don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. you know the 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 humps and hurdles you have to go through. So so yeah, super super fortunate. All right, what now we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, because I feel like that's important. Um, there's so many times where we get we think we're not on the right path, and this could mm. be when you have a job. This can be you are unemployed. This can be when you're an entrepreneur. Um, entrepreneurs a lot go through imposter syndrome, which is what I go through a lot, which is I'm, you know, starting my business and I have these clients, but what makes me good enough to have these clients? What makes me good enough to have my own company? And then you start thinking about that and that keeps me up at night and Mm -hmm. that's like really difficult for me. But then there's also the times where like, I don't think I can do this. Like I'm thinking, you know what? Like I I can't get more clients. Who's, who's going to want to work with me? Like, and I just start like getting in this mindset. Um, I know that when you came onto the team, you were also sort of in that mindset. Mm. And um, maybe if you're open to it, would you want to share like how coming onto the team was initially and like how we talked about like, uh, you know, being positive and like the amount of help that you were actually giving me? In, in, terms, of, in terms of your business, right? No, just in terms just, of your mindset, like how you felt right away. Because like, you were like, mm-hmm. man, I haven't heard so many affirmations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was great uh, when you first approached me. It it made a lot of sense, uh, which which is great for me because like things have to make logical. I felt like sense. I was asking to date me. I was like, Hannah, do you want to? And you're you're hyperventilating <laughs> a little bit, and you're like, do you want to go on the walk? You, yeah, you're like, you want to go for a walk? Your face is all red. You're kind of looking down, can't look me in the eye. You know, <laughs> got, got that shy, that shy middle school boy look on you. <laughs> but no, my mindset my mindset was great. Um, uh. It came at a good time because I was definitely like wanting to find work that, but I really wanted to build like skill sets too. Um, while I tried to focus on like my uh, my path to like building a startup, um, so I was very I was very fortunate about that. And I was super psyched because I had a little bit of experience in Facebook uh, advertising because I, I built some of them for uh, my real estate business back in Florida and had had some decent success with it. So I was like, oh man, I know how to do this. I just kind of got to get up to speed. So like. It was, I was just really happy to like, just get into the an office, a co-working space, which here, uh, here at VentureX, which is awesome co-working space and just like be around and collaborate with a bunch of entrepreneurs and, uh, and Michael and just, and just get work done. Like I was, I was just really, really happy to just be in that environment. Cause if you consistently are in that environment, you're going to be on, on the right path to, uh, just, just to grow or propel forward, <laughs> propel forward. <laughs> All right, one more sponsor, VentureX, because uh, I used to work from home, and you check your refrigerator like four or five times a day, and you keep getting up out of your seat, and maybe the TV's right there, and maybe you can feel like you could put something on at the same time, but being inside of a co-working space has dramatically changed my business and like mm-hmm. my motivation, my productivity, and you're just saying the same thing right there. Like, yeah. It really helps to be in a co-working space. This place is so awesome. Like Unlimited coffee, Treat Tuesday, they bring in like... Uh, Breakfast burritos, donuts, like bagels, all sorts oh, of really cool stuff. Breakfast burritos. Uh, they have free co-working on Thursdays, which is really cool. Wait, wait, it's a how, which the Thursday fir- of every month? The first Thursday of every first month. Thursday of every month, and there's some other like good local businesses that come in, like attorneys and like health insurance and other places like that. I think they even picked up a, a health insurance um, partner as well. Mm. Uh, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So his name is also Brad. The, yeah, yeah, the he's cool Brad. Brad. Uh, Maybe all Brads are cool. Brad's a rad dude. Brad, Brad, <laughs> Brad means rad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're located off of exit uh, two hundred three, um, right next to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> so 
It's a, it, I love working here. It's, it's great. It's probably one of the best offices I've worked in. And I worked in kind of a co-working space in, in real estate. Um, and this is, this is oh. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, free, free, uh, free marketing for VentureX. <laughs> Sweet. Um, all right, let's see. I want to be, I guess, pretty, pretty consistent on the time. So yeah. you were talking about, you're thinking about last week. Um, I think this could be a, a good point to chat about if you're up for it mm-hmm. about, um, thinking back and reflecting um a lot of people don't actually think back and reflect on stuff so a lot of time flies by or maybe we feel like we're not actually progressing in life Mm -hmm. but if you sit back and reflect then i think not only do you realize what happened but you can see how to go forward some people just reflect um which i think is great and some people reflect and then see what's the next point right i I think the the general public uh i say like 90 percent of people do reflect it's just how they it's how they frame it and how they like position to grow off of it because a lot of people reflect and like oh you know i hate this about myself i hate that i did Mm. did or did not do this and then like that builds anxiety and then you hear about anxiety all the time with with people which i understand in some contexts you're always gonna gonna have it if you're stressed out but i think it's jeff bezos said it uh once like stress is only built because you're not taking action on something so uh so yeah, if you, <laughs> uh, I think reflecting is great, but obviously having to say like, okay, I, I did or did not do this. Like what's the next step to build off of that? Even if it's like small little, little bits. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so to elaborate on that and then move to, you were saying you're like half a page in, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I want to share something as well. So like before I guess you jump more into that, um, one of my good friends who also owns a business, he does consulting, he, um, owns real estate properties and he just moved to Florida. Um, so Smitty, if you ever listen to this, there's another shout out to you, but he recommended this five minute journal. Um, and that, in that font, it looks like super backwards on our end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding up to the camera and it might not come out properly. Um, but the five minute journal like feels really nice and everything. It's got the same questions on every single page. Um, and just to show you like an example and, and talk about it, it starts off with what am I grateful for? And then it's every single day. So you write three things that you're grateful for. So just to share one thing, I was actually sick last week. So one thing on here is uh, finally feeling good and over my sickness. And then I go through a few of those. And the next question is, what would make today great? And then I actually think about three things that would make today great. And filming a podcast with Brad is on here. And we're doing it right now. So this will make my day even better. (laughs) Literally before I came in here, I'm just going to read one other one. um, reaching out to everyone on this brewery panel that I have because I really need to do that. That's like an intense piece of work too. So sometimes it's like things I want to do, but then also things that I really need to get done. Um, and then before I came in here, I chatted with someone in the gym and then I held the door open like for an extra long amount of time with this lady who was like had a cane, but then also a cup of coffee in her hand. I was like, how is she going to do this? So I just <laughs> waited there. And I like, that makes me feel so good to help other people out. I thought you were just standing there for five minutes, just like hoping like <laughs> you get as many people to walk through the door as possible. Be like, I'm going to do my D today. I'm going to hold this door for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, am a, I am a nice guy like that, you know? Um, and then the last question has for your start of your day is daily affirmations. I am dot, dot, dot. And then you write something like, you know, some kind of information. And just to say what I started off with, especially because I chatted with people and held the door open for someone kind and willing to help others. And then I have more on that. So just things that make me feel really good. Then at the end of the day, there's two other questions. One of them is three amazing things that happened today. And then you write down three things that actually did happen today. That's my reflection period as well. And then 
how could I made today even better? And actually, I got to say, I skip that question a lot. But sometimes when I do think about that, I just try to think about, you know, something that can make the day better. But cool. I think my days are pretty good once I reflect. So this is how I reflect and think about the day. Very cool. Very good. Cool. Yeah, it's a kind of a recurring theme I see with like all sorts of planners is uh, like giving your giving yourself those affirmations and, and saying like, you know, trying to start you out on like a positive step. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, also, one other thing, because um, Caitlin mentioned um, something when I'm journaling, you know, I journal all the time. Who's Caitlin? <laughs> Caitlin said, Caitlin's my friend. <laughs> and uh, more details to come. But Caitlin said, it's, it's cool that you do that because I think a lot of guys would not want to journal because they would think it is a more feminine thing. And I'm going to agree with her. I like, I mean, we're really? both from the South. Like, yeah, I guess. we're pretty <laughs> masculine. I mean, look at these macho men right here. But uh, th- anyway, you'll have to watch the YouTube video to see that, what we just did there. But um, <laughs> brain fart. You just, it's not, yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so guys are like, guys don't normally think that journaling is a masculine thing, is what you're saying. Guys, yeah, I think it's from the south. You feel like you feel like it's not it's not necessarily something a guy should do is to is to journal. A lot of guys, I think, would think that. I think journaling is amazing. I think everyone should do it. Like, I'm not necessarily like a feminist, but I believe Mm like like we're just both humans, and like everyone should do any like uh, within limits. But like when it comes to journaling, there's so many guys that do think it's a more of a feminine thing, and they shouldn't think that. Is that you guys like Hollywood hyped it up to be like just showing girls journaling like in the when they're like kids or like teenagers in the bedroom, but they never actually show like guys actually using a journal for, for something. You think that's where maybe where it stems from? Cause that's where a lot of our like insecurities really come could. from. A lot of it comes even from further back than that. Like, um, like I talk about Cassie having the highest emotional intelligence of any human <clears throat> I've met before, mm-hmm. but a lot of, um, girls, uh, when they're raised, they're raised with the parents spending a lot like more time with them, trying to help them understand their feelings and emotions a lot more and work through things where guys, when they're a little boy, their parents are like, oh, just get through it. Like, quit crying about it. Like, you know, you're be a man about it. And that's mm-hmm. what we're just told rather than trying to understand our feelings. So we go through a lot of life not trying to understand our feelings. Mm-hmm. And when you journal, you're trying to understand your feelings. <laughs> so a lot of guys just don't in general think like, this, oh, what am I going to do? Sit down and try to understand my own feelings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true because that's like the uh, it's like the masculine boys need to be boys kind of thing. They have to just yeah roll in the dirt and yeah, just kind of brush it, it up and but yeah. No, you can. It's okay to have feelings. Yeah, it's okay to cry. Yeah, it's hard for it's hard for a lot of guys out there to to show that too because they feel like it's they it would be perceived as weak too. So yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a challenge that that guys kind of go through nowadays. I don't know if uh, a lot of people know about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad and I cry. Yeah, we cry. We don't cry. We're together. gonna cry when this podcast is over. You know, just yeah, we're gonna get a morning cry in. Yeah. Oh man, I want to get a morning cry in. <laughs> <laughs> cry during leg day this morning. <laughs> Ooh, yikes, dude! I did cry during Toy Story. Did you? Yeah, I would too. You gotta watch it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last movie you cried in? Last movie I cried in. I teared up a little bit at Avengers Endgame, man, because that's uh, that's a roller coaster. Because that's you you invest so much uh, in those in those characters mm-hmm. and like. It's just like a pinnacle of, of like twenty two movies of just just a ton of like emotional investment in these characters. So, do you ever watch any chick flicks? Uh, not regularly, but I've I mean I've seen some. Yeah, I don't really watch them regularly either. No. But they really do get a lot a lot of emotions when you watch them. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. 
Some of the, some of the, like the uh, like the Bollywood uh, chick flicks are actually pretty good because <laughs> they incorporate know. some song and dance in them too, and they're actually pretty badass. Yeah, like Priyanka Chopra puts out some like really badass like some like love Bollywood. Uh, you know, like, I don't think I've stuff. seen yeah. a Bollywood movie. I'll show you. I got I got a couple recommendations for you. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let's uh, let's end up wrapping this up since we only got you know a couple minutes left, and sure. this cuts us off. Yeah, man. What uh, what are your goals for this week? Um, my goals this week are definitely Denver Startup Week is next week, mm-hmm. and we got Denver Growth Hackers this week. So I got to make sure everything's in place for Denver Growth Hackers, mm-hmm. and I have still have a lot of work to do coming up to Denver Startup Week next week. And then there are two clients that verb give us give me verbal agreements, like us verbal agreements. So I need to make sure that they are ready and willing, and um, everything's in line so that we can get them moving forward. So those are mm-hmm. my absolute main objectives. Right. What about yourself? Um, yeah, uh, Denver Growth Hackers coming up this Wednesday. So uh, my, one of my biggest goals is kind of do some uh, just straight up outreach to to some people, probably through Facebook Messenger and whatnot, and text cool. message, just to um, just try to get some some personal connections and get them get them coming in. Um, another thing is to some of the work with uh, with your company, just kind of follow up on a lot of the campaign work that we did last week and see uh, see how everything's going, um, and kind of build a build the next campaign for the insurance client that we have. Um, and then I have another, uh, a pretty big module for my, uh, my coding courses and I definitely want to get done this week. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to break it up as much as possible to where, uh, to where I get that done. And, uh, yeah, I'd probably say those are my, my biggest three objectives. Hey, definitely. Hey. I, I lacked a little bit on the gym this past week. So, uh, I think we're going the whole last week cause I was saying, yeah, I had so to, yeah, I gotta get, definitely gotta get back in the gym. Cause you never feel like you ever feel like you just, you start feeling a little fat. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was me, for sure. <laughs> All right. We're but anyways, guys. yeah. So thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, uh, if you get a chance, come to Denver Growth Hackers, second Wednesday of every month. Again, that 530 was. 5.30 to, uh, <laughs> to 8. Yeah. yeah. 5.30 to 8 p.m., second Wednesday. So thank you again for listening to Propel Forward with Michael Ostro and Brad Means Business. <laughs>